Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Lori and Julia Show on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us. Let us take just a few minutes to chat with another of our manuary candidates. This gentleman was on our show a few weeks ago, all about snacks. Say hello to Ben Passer. Hello, Hi, Ben Passer. How are you? Hi, Lori and Julia. I'm good. How are you? We are very good. And you're, of course, snack seller on... Lawyer by day, a snack lover and fitness junkie at night. That's right. That's your handle on Instagram. And and Twitter, what are you again? Uh, same thing. Same snack thing, seller, snack seller. C-E-L-L-A-R. Okay, since we last talked to you, before we talked to you about manuary, what's the last greatest snack you discovered? Are you doing any, like, a snack, uh, you know, giving people ideas for the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, I reviewed a lot of uh, new cereals um, earlier this month in kind of the series I called the Cereal Bowl. Yeah, oh, um, I love it. It's a play on kind of the playoffs. Um, there are a lot of great cereals there. Um, there's a new Oreo flavor that's kind of like Nutella, if, if you guys are yes. fans of Nutella. Um, and then there's a lot of new Ben & Jerry's flavors out right now, too, that I'd, I'd recommend. So a lot of great stuff to start the year, for sure. And, you know, your New Year's resolutions might be in trouble. Yeah, all right. Oh, that's fine. Well, that's, that's fine. Okay, happened. so tomorrow, or actually tonight at eleven fifty-nine, that you you go from eleven fifty-nine tonight till um, yes tomorrow night. Your charity is Second Hand Hounds. Now, tell us about Second Hand Hounds because you definitely um, Second Hand Hounds is a nonprofit uh, animal rescue here in Minnesota. Um, their uh, offices are in Eden Prairie, and they've been around for um, I think almost nine years now. Um, but basically, they just work um, around the clock to save um, dogs and pets, uh, dogs and cats from um, kill shelters and other shelters and, um, you know, owners that aren't able to hang on to their pets for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've got such a great, um, you know, force of volunteers um, and really great uh, staff. And, and they have done a lot of work to find great homes for um, at-risk dogs and cats. And they provide, you know, really quality medical care for dogs and cats that end up in rough situations or might be, you know, near the end of life and provide um, hospice care as well. So they're just an, an, an amazing organization. And my wife and I um, got our dog from um, Second Hand Hounds years ago, and we just believe so strongly in what they do. That's so cool. I love and, this. I, and people do love, I mean, I had a friend who was in a desperate situation, and I couldn't believe the animal rescue people that came. I mean, it was like three hours notice. Of this dog, you know, I mean, it was really remarkable to me. So I love knowing about another animal rescue and secondhand hounds. That is a great damn name. I know it. (laughs) And and Ben, you know, I'm looking at your photo. Have you looked at your bracket for manuary? 
Yeah, I have. Have I you have. scooped out? Are you laughing looking at your wife? I am. Because <laughs> I thought so, because I met Ben and his wife when we had our manuary kickoff. Yes. It, that is such a darling picture of you sitting there looking <laughs> out at your wife. I just think, good for you. Thank you, yeah. I think good for we you. Were, it was nice we meeting both her. And, yeah, she had said something, you know, very funny and witty, I'm sure, so... It's such a cute picture. I absolutely adore it. Well, we'll Well, you're in the spectacular region tomorrow. That's right. And we'll be tweeting at you and tweeting our people and just really get your social media. That's how that's how you win this thing is uh, doing that. Definitely. Yeah, I'm I'm happy to get the word out and open to pull out a win for secondhand house. Now, honey, since we first met you, which was probably about three months ago, have you just been a super fan of my talk? (laughs) I I definitely have been paying, uh, you know, really close attention. I mean, it was uh, interesting following your guys' trek back from the uh, SAG Awards. That was oh. uh, pretty crazy to hear about. Oh I know it. About well, going to Fargo, you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Just man. How much you had to deal with with the storm. Uh, I know. Was, but it was like a fun adventure until then it wasn't, which it really was. It was fun when we landed. The whole plane applauded and everyone was giddy. And then, um, then, then Julie and I just looked at each Hit other. The wall. Oh, geez, we're going to have to work today. And, and, <laughs> and you know, wall. I mean, that's when. We, we got off of the, 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 the cloud. And then we found yeah, out Lori... Sure. I didn't record anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, Lori something. Sure. She's technical. If you need any technical uh, help, call Lori. Yeah, that's it. Ben, we're excited. Ben Passer, he's on our team tomorrow. He's in the spectacular round. And we will um, hope that we win tomorrow, Ben. That sounds great. I'll, I'll try to pull out a win for you guys. We All hope right. so. Now, we want to remind people today we're in the super-duper region. Mm-hmm. I love the name of these regions. Um, and our Nick DeMuth, we still need you to vote for him, and Ryan McEnany. Um, these are two great guys with two really great causes, and we would like to get more than one person past the first round. We just have one so far, mm-hmm. so let's let's do some voting, people. That's driving Support. Julia crazy that we just have one. I really am competitive. Uh, you are. Uh, we perfect. need some votes today, um, and nothing is a guarantee until 1159. I'm That's telling right. you, we can lose at the last minute. I, I do like that Ben and all of his snack He's information. Darling. Yeah, He's darling. He's darling. We met his wife. You weren't there that night. Did, did you hear the latest music thing for the Super Bowl by any chance? About P. Diddy? Did no. You P. Diddy is going to headline a post-Super Bowl concert called the Players Ball Extravaganza. Oh, dear. At the Armory after the game. Uh, $99 for tickets, and it will include DJ, is it Khaled? Khaled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. DJ Khaled, French Montana, Cardi B., uh, Busta Rhymes and Jeezy or G Easy? Yeah, it's G Easy. G Easy. That well, that's actually Diddy always has to package himself up yeah, with a gazillion he, yes, other people. Yes, because he doesn't sing. The reason why people will go to that one, they want Cardi B. Yeah, and they'll go to that one versus going G-Eazy. to see Gwen Stefani out at Mystic Lake because it's a, definitely. Yeah. And she's even going to be bummed when she finds out how far it is. She yeah. might even ask for a helicopter. Okay, mm. stop. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, stop. Because she'll be at the game with Blake. I know. Yeah. Okay, so here's, uh, all I have to say is run, Suki, run. Suki Waterhouse, Bradley Cooper's... Ex-girlfriend. Too young of a girlfriend, is now dating. She likes old guys. Movie director Darren Aronofsky is dating her. He stepped out with her in Sundance. She's only 26. I have a theory. Maybe her mom was older when she was born. Well, that could be... And she likes the older face. Right. But remember... Jennifer Lawrence and Darren broke up, quote-unquote, over the age difference. Obviously, it was his age, not hers. Right. Yeah. Well, here's what I'm going to say. Run, Sookie, run. 
She must be starring in a movie. He's he must just hit after you know go after all of his the girls his the women that starring yeah you know his movie mother got nominated for every Razzie under the sun, including dragging Jennifer Lawrence into it and getting a Razzie. And I know people who saw that movie and she said they said that was, she's the only good thing in the movie. Well, who would see that silly dumb movie? Anyway? All right, can I tell you about a tweet you might not have known I did in Hollywood because we were you know we try to let people feel like they're kind of on the trip. Yeah. We, and I mean, your our shoe thing on Instagram. Oh my gosh. We did the two, Pink Pousse. The Pink Pousse at the Christian Louboutin. That was hysterical. Is the name of the shoe? Oh, Donnie, do you not follow us on Twitter? No, uh, he doesn't. No. Don't, don't, that's ridiculous. Donnie, just don't even talk to us right now. That's oh, how we're, that's how curious. we'll handle that. But mm-hmm. the Christian Louboutin um, video, the Instagram thing of the, the, the Pink Pousse shoe was absolutely hysterical. And we you went, made us do little pillow talk things, and pe- I you made us feel I made like us you're work. kind of along. You know, we try to like keep you in the post. Well, because it's fun. Yeah, it is fun. So, and we do no makeup. We need no. I mean, we look horrible most of these things. Oh my gosh! Horrible. Yeah, absolutely horrible. We don't even buy. It's I don't care anymore. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love that about aging. It's so much fun. The ble- Moving on. The bleep it. 50s are oh. they're wonderful for that good reason mm-hmm. but so we're getting our media credentials on friday and down at the trine auditorium so you know like a half hour from beverly hills it's downtown la and while we're walking there you know you're like you're going Lori. I really, my groin hurts so much. You're walking too fast. Slow down. Well, take short or something. You, the ski accident. You have a valid reason. But I can't. I'm trying to get it right. Okay. And it's just, it hurts. But after we have our little tour and we do a little bit of walking and you yell at me about something I did for parking no. or driving no. or something. It was something you didn't do is when I always yell at you. Whatever. I feel like I'm one of your kids. I get yelled at, and luckily, just like one of your kids, it goes in one ear and out the other, <laughs> and completely doesn't bother me at all. Okay, so, so we were really we're, married. That we're day. in the car, and you were like, "Going, it really hurts. It really hurts." And I'm like, "What can I do for you? Mm-hmm. We'll do something. Find me a chiropractor. Chiropractor slash massage." So I'm like, "All right, I'm going to put in Beverly Hills chiropractor mm-hmm. slash massage." No, oh, I you just, just put said in chiropractor. chiropractor because, you did? Yeah, I, there, you didn't need, um, even though the massage might be part of it, I knew like you need a chiropractic adjustment of some sort. You need to see somebody who knows skeleton and muscle. <laughs> okay. I, I do know some things, Julia. But so I didn't even put so in funny. massage because I was afraid this of what else. It would get what too else? muddy. <laughs> okay, too many choices. And, and so it comes up, and you're like, are you finding something? Are you finding something? And do you have the map on? And do you know where you're going? And you were driving that particular day. And I mean, oh, just, and I'm keeping my cool. We were driving each other crazy. No, I was driving you crazy. I'm trying to help you at this point. Yeah. Fine. And I said, Julia, I found the perfect place. Dr. Tyra Beavers <laughs> in Beverly Hills <laughs> on Robertson. You're not making that up, I know. Robertson no. Boulevard, which is a great street in Beverly Hills. And I'm just right up the street, you know, Ivy's and Kitson and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, give me the number. I've got to call. And the next thing you know, I'm dropping you off at, at Dr. Dr. Beaver. Beavers for a groin massage <laughs> and a groin adjustment. Okay. Really happened. And I tweeted, I a said. Two and a half appointment no less this is not a euphemism people it's <laughs> I, I really happening. i know <laughs> i'm telling you but she was perfect she helped you i know she i gave could, you some uh, she told information me information 
about I don't know my. If you want to share HIPAA and everything? No, like that. I just <laughs> want to share one of the things I learned about myself that I'm not entirely perfect, which was disappointing. Yeah, and you were there for like two hours. I know it. Yeah, I know it, but I couldn't walk, so it was the right place to be. But I said, you know, I got to tell you that when. We pulled you up, and you're the first one. It was Dr. Beaver. We all laughed, and she says, I know. Who would marry a man with a last name Beaver? Beavers. <laughs> and do like, people even use, like, we found out, you know, from a young person. They what don't even know what a beaver is. and snort, you know, what it's called now, skiing and something else. You know, they do, this language changes. Changes each decade, and I apparently. if Beaver is used the way Beaver was in the 70s. Well, not anymore, because beavers have hair. That's true. Uh, the snatch point. has no yeah. pelt. Oh boy. <laughs> we gotta go. It's time for the dirt alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly is in for the dirt alert today. Yes. What's going on? We've got lots of delicious television news to yeah. share with you okay, this let's afternoon. Talk about All it. right, the big news this afternoon. Well, there's actually two competing big television stories. One, Meryl Streep is set to star in Big Little Lies season two. As her character. Her character is Mary Louise Wright. That is the mom of Perry Wright, who was Alexander Skarsgård's character in the first season of Big Little Lies. So this woman is described as a woman who is concerned for the well-being of her grandchildren. She arrives in Monterey searching for answers. I think it's going to be because Leanne Moriarty, who wrote Big Little Lies in the first place, you know, she had to do a treatment of where the story would continue because, of course, it ended after... the the first season of mm-hmm. Big Little Lies. It's kind of interesting that she's going to bring in the mom. And, well, and she's going to bring in the mom because they're going to look at what the family background is. Right. How did this guy get to be so verbally, emotionally, and physically abusive? Was there anything in his past that did that this? That set him off? So what was it? I think juicy. it's could be juicy. juicy. Mm-hmm. And I love that Meryl Streep is going to be involved in a television project, she's people. She's before. Mm-hmm. Like what? Angels she, in America. Yeah, and that's fantastic. That was yeah. also an HBO miniseries. Right, but that was like... No, but she has... This is yeah. not her first foray right. into television by any means. But it's a very exciting foray into television. Mm-hmm. So here's a fun fact that David E. Kelly, who's the showrunner, told mm-hmm. The Hollywood Reporter back in October that Meryl Streep and Tom Hanks were his dream casting goals for Big Little Lies. So maybe he might be joining season two. Are you two? kidding? Yeah. Oh, wow. David E. Kelly has confirmed that he has written all seven scripts for season two. So here's what season two will be about, according to HBO. The malignancy of lies, the durability of friendships, the fragility of marriage, and of course, the vicious ferocity of sound parenting. Relationships will fray. Loyalties will erode. The potential for emotional and bodily injury shall loom. And it, will it pick up well, right? Wow. Will it pick up right? Pretty much, or a couple months after what happens at the school fundraiser and what happens to Perry. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Alexander Skarsgård character. I don't know that we know that yet, Laurie. Oh, and it, well, it would have to. I think it has to pick up post. Yeah, I think well, Julia's right, going to be post, but yeah. we don't know because yeah. it's going to well, be. Well, they could do the pre flashbacks of the, of the starting before that. Oh. But to me, I feel like she would have. It would be easier to imagine their life after that. Absolutely. Well, I feel the clue comes in where Mary Louise Wright, Meryl Streep's character, arrives. Comes, arrives in Monterey searching for answers. So I think that you're right, Laurie. That it's probably like a couple months after. The investigation mm-hmm. is still happening, yes. but Julia's right. In as much as we just don't know yet, so right? A mm-hmm. lot of delicious details yet to come. Okay. Big Little Lies season two. Julia, mark your calendar sometime in 2019. Yeah, they're already going to start filming in March. They have the dates. Yeah. Uh, but, Reese Witherspoon at the Screen Actor Guild Award to Entertainment Tonight said, "We, I have everybody's dates locked, scheduled, done. We start in March. Love it. She loves producing." I would, too. I think that would be fun. You'd be a good producer. I would love mm-hmm. to do that. Yeah, Reese Witherspoon is great, and Julia, you'd be great, too. So I what about Virgo's? When, when are you going to option no, some books, Virgo's, Julia? When are you going to option some books? I'm going to start on it. But Virgos <laughs> are very good at that because they like... Um, organization. Organization. And, even keel. Yes. 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 She's, I can see Reese being like that. Like, Laura totally. Dern was whispering into the thing, and Reese is like, stop, stop. We have to take this photo. <laughs> All right. Other big TV news of the day. Are you guys excited that Murphy Brown is getting a revival on CBS? Yes. This was announced this afternoon. CBS has ordered 13 episodes of a Murphy Brown revival. Candace Bergen, she is back as the title character. Diane uh, English, who is the showrunner and creator of Murphy Brown, she's also going to be working on all 13 episodes. You know what I think is really cool is in um, what we've seen in the past few years is women of a certain age are getting a lot of jobs. They are opening up roles. I mean, Roseanne Barr is coming back with Roseanne. Um, you're seeing this happening. Um, you know, uh, what's her name? Who's married to Keith Urban? Nicole, Nicole Kidman. Kidman. She's 50 something. She's 50. I mean, people are getting jobs now where they didn't before. And I just think that's going to continue because, mm-hmm. gosh, look at. You know, Frankie and, uh, you know, Lily Tomlin and Jane Fonda. Grace and I Frankie. Love that. Yeah, this is fantastic. So Murphy Brown is coming back. CBS says that the character will be dealing. It's a good time to be a gal. Yeah, it is a good time to be a gal. Mm-hmm. And, and Murphy Brown is going to be in a world of cable news, social media, fake news, and a different political and cultural climate. Of course, when the show was first on in 1988 to 1998, uh, Murphy Brown uh, got the ire of former Vice President Dan Quayle, who in 1992 said the character was mocking the importance of fathers. Murphy Brown, famously a single mother who had a full-time career. Murphy Brown responded with an episode focusing on the diversity and variety of families. I mean, remember? And the spelling of potato. That was such a clutcher pearl moment. Yeah, he he freaking didn't know how to spell potato. Neither do I. He was kind of a dense vice president. He was really like a wooden duck. Yeah, and remember when George H.W. Bush went after The Simpsons? These guys did not like their sitcoms, now, yeah. did they? No, they didn't. I mean, I think, yeah. All right, well, speaking of actresses, Maisie Williams, she is a star of Game of Thrones, and she says that she worries that she's going to struggle finding roles after the show ends in 2019 because of her looks. She said that uh, it's a very shallow industry, and I don't look like someone who is cast in roles that are well sexualized. So she said, I'm completely 
in awe of Hollywood's leading ladies. I love looking at those jaw-droppingly beautiful women. But she said, I think it's sad that you only get to see one type of beautiful on screen. So she's a little nervous, but she's hoping that she's going to be able to break through and bring a different kind of How do you say her name? Ariana Aria. Aria Stark. That's mm-hmm. who she plays mm-hmm. in um, Game of Thrones. And she is more interesting looking and she's a petite gal. Yeah, but I and think heavy, heavy eyebrows, but but she does have a good point, and that's like a great. I can't believe she's only twenty. She is mm-hmm. only twenty. I very, know that it. was very well said. I thought so too. Yeah, but she's been in other movies. Um, no, Doctor Who, her, yeah. The Falling, I Boy, The Book of Love. She has been in stuff. So she's outside been in of stuff, right? And so I think that you know she does have a point where it's just concerning. But and, and Julie, remember the first year we saw Game of Thrones on the red carpet. And we were just like they cast a variety of looking people yes, in that show, and they were like, "My God, there's some strange looking people." Yep. And then we'd be like, "Oh, they're in Game of Thrones because mm-hmm. they have a huge cast." And think of how much times have changed even since Game of Thrones was yeah, first right. on. So yeah. hopefully, people like Maisie started Williams. in 2011. Yeah, and so. Orange is the New Black really was the first year when we really were like, "Wow, this is a very diverse red carpet because you got a lot of different ladies of ages." colors, looks in that show. Mm-hmm. Go ladies. Yeah, go ladies. All right. Thank, Thank you, you so much, Holly. Listen, we got Kenny with the traffic. And we come back, we have Vintage Scandal. It was 30 years ago that a very, I don't know that people know the whole story about this music scandal. And then there was a scandal. Vintage Scandal. It was quite the scandal. I am shocked at your behavior. <laughs> And, and one day, Donna Millsgate might be a vintage scandal on this very own radio station. <laughs> I know yeah. it. We know it. We know it. I can't we know wait till... we saw We know what we talked to. I know it. It's really just... hard to be disbelieved. Honestly. All right, moving on. Okay. All right. 30 years ago, this year, one of the biggest bands in the world. With... 87 is the year, yes. right? 1987? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Is that thirty years yes. ago? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Thirty-two, actually. All right. Well, well whatever. But th- thirty yeah. years ago, so it'd be nineteen eighty-eight because we're mm-hmm. in twenty eighteen. Mm-hmm. This band I had awards, million-selling records, and a dedicated, huge army of fans, ranging from tweens, teens to twenty-somethings. The only problem. They didn't sing any of their songs. This is the real story of Millie Vanilli. Play the music. Were you not? Let's play one song okay. so people know. Here we go. Here's one of their songs. This sounds like Rock Me Amadeus. I brought the CD, but I had that the song CD that I think of is, Girl, You Know It's True. That's ooh, what this is. Ooh, That's ooh, what this is. is. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, ooh, I thought you ooh, had the cassette, Jill. I love you. All right. Okay, so you think you know the story. People just go, oh, those two, they were just a bunch of lip syncers, and they Beautiful were the only looking one, man. Only, one uh, only group ever in Grammy history to give back their Grammy because they mm-hmm. won Best New Artist. This is really the story, and I have to give a shout out to um, uh, what is my little website, uh, a music, a music uh, website yeah. where they do. But these guys, Rob 
Rob and Fab, which is the name of the guys, they both, Rob was from Munich and Fab was from Paris. So one was French, one was German. They did not speak English even... For a second. Well, very little, okay? Like how you and I might think we know a little bit of some foreign language and you just really know some phrases, okay? Mm -hmm. You know, how where's the bathroom, the set thing, all of that. So, But even though those two both, neither one of them spoke uh, German or French, they became friends, they met, and they joined forces at uh, local shows in Munich, and they were really super beautiful. Oh, beautiful! A dark skin, Blue the eyes. braids, um, just had really a just like we hadn't seen. We were just like, yes, you know, there were hot. two of them. They're really hot, and they both wanted to be in the music business. Okay. That was their goal. So after they got local buzz, you know, playing in different um, clubs and uh, clubs and stuff, they caught the eye of this major music producer by the name of Frank Farian. And he was known for having state-of-the-art studios in Munich and was responsible for the massive success of a German vocal group that really just had success across the pond in Europe, but they were called Boney M. Oh, okay. sure. I remember Boney M. Do you know Boney M? I do, okay. indeed. So that was Frank's group. Okay. okay. And so this was a dream come true for Rob and Fab, or so that they, they thought. That the they got the super producer. The Frank Farian, yeah. because just to go back, in the Frank Farian wanted to be a solo artist, but until his song Baby Do You Want a Bump was released under the pseudonym Boney M and became a huge success, he he was like, oh, maybe I kind of like being famous, but not really people know who I am. So to avoid the spotlight, he had performers do the public performances for Boney M. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And I'll Lady Gaga, though, sampled Fairy, but he used his voice. Okay, in so, the recording studio, and then he'd have other people go out and a guy, and one in particular, this group, they would pretend to be Boney M. So they'd lip sync. His voice, yeah. So they'd lip sync. So okay. Lady Gaga okay. sampled Farian as Boney M's hit "Ma Baker" for poker, poker Face. Okay, that is his voice in it. Just so he was really a master at doing all of this. And when he met these two. He was like became a father figure. I'm going to take care of you. You and I know how we see it in Hollywood. And you can just imagine, you know, these two guys, their English is not good. He's speaking English. I will give you a record deal. I will make you a star. And I will give you each $1,000. In 1987, you know, it's a lot of money. It would be like, what, maybe ten. A thousand well, thirty whatever. years ago, oh, but yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it was money, and they were they excited because they've heard of him, and they were desperate for money, and yep. so they signed without a contract. They didn't have an attorney, a manager, a, nothing. Nobody looked at anything. It was a trap. So Frank was only interested in how they looked and how they performed when they danced. He had already recorded material for them by unknown artists, who he told them. He would just lie to them and say, this is going to be for one of my projects, and I'll let you down the road where it's going to be played. And Rob and Fab, in their contract that they signed, they were banned from being involved in the creative process. In their contract, it said 100% Frank does everything as, as far as that. And in 1987, this group in Maryland released a single Girl You Know It's True that generated buzz in Germany where Frank heard it in a club. He reconstructed the beat. And if you kind of remember, there was like a little something lawsuit that happened. Mm -hmm. So he did redid the beats, hired somebody else to do the vocals, 
played it for Rob and Fab, said, do you think you guys can sing it? They loved it. And so they they were like, okay. And they, they were, what, what they were told is that, listen, I'm handling all your necessities. So you can be released from your contract only after you pay me back. And they couldn't afford to. He said, well, then you're going to just do this one song, but I've got other people that have recorded it. You're just going to go out. and Because they did know how to, they were scratching the records, and we can make it look like it won't be any big deal. And you owe me this money if you want to be your own musicians. And then Frank signed a deal with Arista and Clive Davis. Mm. And every for Millie Vanilli for anyone that was under his got it. label, got it, got it, because mm-hmm. that's what these record labels would do. They'd sign yep. up another little. So uh, anyway, so they agreed to do that lip syncing a hundred percent to pay him back. But when "Girl, You Know It's True" was released as their single in 1988, it skyrocketed. Right, they had signed on for three albums. They didn't even know that. Okay. And Frank's got, you know, Girl, You Know It's True. It just becomes number one all around the world. And then Millie Vanilli, Clive Davis is like, get this guy in Germany who has these guys, sign him to Arista. Frank gets the big check check because these guys have nothing. Just a little side note, Millie Vanilli, they were inspired to name themselves that because they love the English band Scritti Politti. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, they threat they they've got all this heavy rotation on MTV. Yep, yep. It peaked at number two, and Clive Davis knew Millie Vanilli was not singing on their records, but he didn't care because he's like, This is a cash cow. Right. Whitney Ooh. is our number one. We need this duo for big profit for the bottom line, blah, blah, blah. We don't care. Don't tell anybody. And Millie Vanilli were like, we want to sing our next follow-up. And Frank is right. like, no, you guys aren't singing. You are performing. And that's what it right. says in the contract. So they do Baby Don't Forget My Number. It goes to number one uh, all over the world. Their debut album, All or Nothing, was released in Europe. And in nineteen in 88 and 1989, it was repackaged and retitled Girl, You Know It's True. It sold 14 million copies wow. worldwide. Wow. And they were living lavishly as huge international pop stars. The money was pouring in. They hosted and attended party after party. How did it blow up But again? they were burdened by their deep, dark secret. That's that not us singing. And to cope, they both began drinking more booze. And in the 80s... Early 90s, a lot of coke was going, yep. and they were electrifying on stage. I saw them at the state fair. I love this. Free. I love that you free. saw them. I yeah. saw them, and they were on a 107-city tour in America, and the reason why... Um, they got busted. They Well, how they got busted was that in 89, Charles Rapper, the Charles Shaw, excuse me, the real rapper on Girl You Know It's True, revealed he was one of the three actual singers. And that Rob and Fab were imposters. Frank and Clive, well, at least Frank, paid him 150000 out of his money to, to retract his statement. Wow. And yeah. then they really began fighting. Frank was like, no, we're going back to Germany. I'm going to lay other tracks down. You guys are just going to learn how to do this. And Frank discovered they were working, trying to get out of their contract. And he exposed them to the press. He did. Yeah, I he's, remember that, yeah. He's the one who ratted out the his people, people, his yeah. own people that he signed. Wow. 27 different lawsuits were filed, filed. People who attended millions of people around the world who went to their concerts were entitled to refunds. Wow. This was 
you know, epic. The, I remember back, it was epic. The backlash was insane, and the media ignored Robin Fab's explanation and a hundred percent placed the blame on the non onfarian Clive Davis Arista. Everybody knew they were the last ones to know, and Clive dropped Millie Vanilli deleted their album from the catalog and joined the mob pretending as if he didn't know all along. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. We're lip syncing. It became the largest selling album ever to be taken out of print. Yeah. Millie Vanilli returned their Grammy. Grammy. And, and when did they... What with happened one to- release, they sold 14 million in albums and 33 mil- million singles and five number one. None of it. They were deserted by everyone. And... Um, in 1993, you know, Robin Fab put out something that sold 2,000 copies. Right. And they couldn't sing. And did right. one of them take his life? Rob uh, did. It was, it was Rob, a drug overdose. Rob, it was a drug overdose yeah. at 32. Yeah. And um, because he refused, they refused to lip sync for the second album, Frank blocked them from getting royalties from the Millie Vanilli album. Wow. They only made money from touring to this day. They do not get their estate. No one gets a dime. Old Frank in his late 70s, lives in Miami and with all of his money and Fab says he's forgiven him for what he did And but it, he was the mastermind behind one of the biggest scandals yeah. and those two were 100% yeah. blamed. He's taken, I remember. Yeah. Oh, oh gosh. They were pawns. They bared everything and um, yeah and I guess there's a Millie Vanilli biopic in the works. Remember we heard mm-hmm. that? Huh? That somebody was going to do. So he lives in Amsterdam um, I remember saying when they all blew up, I thought, I'm going to save the CD because someday it's going to be worth money. Julia, it is. Where is it? I don't know. But anyway, that is just, if you didn't know, if you like, we're blaming them 30 years ago, you don't have to. They were really taking advantage of in a big, big way. Wow. I know. All right. Yeah. We'll be right back with our favorite headlines. Okay, everybody. Happy hump day. I hope Woo! you finally gotten shoveled out. My gosh, there was a lot of snow driving around. It's... The people will be glad it's going to be like a little bit warm on Friday, get a little melt. Yeah, I'm not, should be up no, the people 40. are not glad because we want there to be snow here for the snow events during the NFL Alive experience. Well, Julia, there's going to be snow here for the rest of the winter. Don't even worry about it. No. Do you know how long, long it would take for this to melt? Yeah. It would a have long, to be yeah. like we'd have to have multiple days of 40. You do not have to worry about it. It's going it, Really, set it aside. You have been worrying about so many things. Well, and not you know, really. we got 16 inches of damn snow. It is going to be around, girl. Just uh, a little for the roads. It's so bumpy, you know, these drive. I mean, these people can't get it. I still saw people helping people. You're just carrying a shovel in your car. If you've got a. Is that what you're doing? Well, I'm not. Show me yours. <laughs> I've got a four wheel driver, <laughs> an all wheel driver, whatever. But OK, so favorite headline today. Tiffany Haddish's drunk history is as hilarious as you would hope it to be. Because, you know, do you ever watch that yes. show? So, well, I just watch it on YouTube. I mean, I just watch some of the things. It's not like it's a TV show. It's only has a, it doesn't just have a YouTube. No, thing. it's a TV show. It's a TV is show. Really? Oh, yeah. When is Drunk History on? Uh, 
maybe Monday is, or Tuesday I, night. It was just last night, I think. And she um, uh, was, and of course, she's the breakout star of Girls Trip. She seemed to have a ball announcing the Oscars with Andy Serkis, mispronouncing names. It Comedy was kind Central. of hysterical. Yeah, yeah it's Comedy Central. Tuesdays at night. Anyway, she told the story of um, uh, a woman who took on the Nazis back, you know, during World War II about how Kate Blanchett or somebody played her, remember, in Saving All the Art? Oh, that was Helen Mirren. Mm, it was a different movie uh, than, than that one, Gold, The oh, Woman in Gold, because that was just the Van Klempt. Okay. She helped recover thousands of pieces. Oh, yeah. Anyway, her explanation, or you know, her watching that drinking was... Very funny. I mean, mm-hmm. she's hilarious. I she guess, is so funny. I think uh, she's. I think her numbers is one of the hottest uh, numbers in Hollywood. Like, yep. get me Tiffany Haddish's agent. She, which is so exciting. I, why don't they get her to host SNL? Okay, I don't know because Emily Portman, that Personality Plus, is coming back. Natalie Portman. You, oh, Emily's sister. Natalie. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, she's got so much personality. She did have a personality at the damn Golden Globes. She said, and the male nominees for director are. But you yeah. don't think of hearing funny skits. Nope. Yeah, all right. Fine. What's fine. nine plus two? I don't know. Okay, that's my fair line. That's my headline. Okay. I want to just give everyone a manuary update because okay, today, to Lori, us. we're going to win. We need to win. We need your help. All right. Team Loj, we are in the super duper round. In round one, we've got Nick Demuth or Demuth or Demeath. Demuth. Is it because of Cream Dement that yes. you say his name yes. like this? I was yes. thinking that earlier. Yeah, because yes. I'm like, Nick DeMuth. I mean, but you give it such a Nick DeMuth. Listen, he's it's 53 Portman. to 47. He's only up by like three percentage points. He needs votes. And okay. so does our other guy, Ryan McEnany. He's up by a little bit more, but never safe. We'd love well, it if people tonight voted. is a big deal. Like, I'll go to bowling, and I'll get everyone at bowling to That's vote. Sex. People, people, but no, but a lot of voting happens. This is where there is an advantage. Um, a lot of voting happens after people Wait, go get home. home but we're and, saying we need you to vote on our teams today. Yeah, no, we you you said that all damn day in a very stern, motherly voice. I'd like people to listen. Uh, yeah, okay. The other day okay. when I voted on everyone's phones, it was not enough. So I'm curious. But you were, you know, not... I worked it hard. You did. You were like really that working That pissed me it. off. That I, one pisses me off still. Oh, well. I know. No, All right. Well. What other headlines do we have? Uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry's mystery matchmaker is Violet von Westenholz. Um, that, that, yeah, that, that we've all, remember when we said that, you know, they said we were introduced mm-hmm. by a friend. It's Harry's childhood friend, Violet. Her dad is a baron. And his buddies with Prince Charles. So she's been in the Prince Harry inner circle, yep. if you will, yep. for years. And uh, her younger sister, Victoria, was even one time she could be a girlfriend. And um, anyway, Harry was having a really hard time finding anyone. And he shared with Violet because a lot of people would want to go out with him just to, you know, brag that they went out with yeah. him. Or, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It'd be He would be like really... Uh, could notch, if you will. Right. So anyway, or just somebody who didn't, was just going to be a good fake actress and pretend that they loved him. So anyway, Violet and Megan, they became friends through Violet's PR work through the uh, Ralph Lauren um, fashion house. Oh, okay. Lovely. That's how mm. they met. So she, they just were like, 
you know, she's like, oh, you might be perfect. And maybe Ralph Lauren did some clothing stuff with what's the suits it was on and blah, oh blah, gosh. blah. Yes. Anyway, so. Moving on. Mm. Next. Moving on. I just, I like that, though. Okay. All right, last one. Dylan Farrow, brilliantly educated Justin Timberlake on Twitter, and the internet cannot get enough of it. Well, Justin has to learn how to just not... Don't wonder about what does it mean to have your cake and eat it, too, when we're in the time when everybody's getting called out for behavior where they thought that they could have that. It just was ah fudge. Not a good thing to say. Ah fudge. To use his uh, wife's restaurant name for kids. We walked by it a couple times in Beverly Hills. Didn't go in, huh? No, uh, no we peeked in. It was absolutely darling. It was, yeah, it's so darling. It's, yeah, it was very cute, but yeah, it was closed. All right. Everyone have a great night. We'll be back Job tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.